Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. To know God as someone who gives undeserved favour, is rich in mercy, slow to anger, and is abundant in unconditional love, is a wonderful revelation of the truth of who he is. For he is all those things and much, much more. Throughout history, God continues to pour out his undeserved favour and mercy upon all people. That includes even those who will never come to him. God's patience towards humanity is such that he waits until all who will come to him have come. When this has been fulfilled, Jesus will return. God's love is such that it is the reason he does everything. He does because he so loves. Unfortunately throughout history, many have come to know and experience God's undeserved favour, mercy, patience and love, yet have not been transformed by it. They have remained trapped in their own selfish desires, with every day a struggle for power and control, power and control over others and even God. For the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. Throughout the Bible we are privy to God's encounters with people, groups and individuals. He continually pursues in love and journeys with them. One such individual was Jonah. He was a prophet from God, a Hebrew of the nation Israel, who spoke God's message to the people. Jonah's name meant dove, which throughout the Bible is depicted as both peace and the Holy Spirit. From the book of Jonah we discover that Jonah knew God. He not only knew God as someone who gives undeserved favour, who is merciful, slow to anger, abundant in loving kindness, and one who relents from doing harm, but experienced God personally. Jonah heard God's voice and as his prophet spoke for God. God pursued in love. Through the highs and lows of Jonah's life, God was there. Even in Jonah's disobedience, God was with him. So let us take a moment to imagine. What if God said to you, Go to the tribe that is your enemy and speak my words of life and forgiveness to them? This is exactly what happened to Jonah. God continued to pursue in love the people of Nineveh, for their wickedness had come before him. Now in the time of Jonah, Nineveh was a city dedicated to the worship of other gods. They were an enemy to the Hebrew nation of Israel. Yet God, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good, in his great love sent Jonah his prophet to Nineveh. Remember, the people of Nineveh are the enemy of Jonah's people. 
God sent Jonah to Nineveh to speak his personal message for that city at that moment in time of human history. Remarkably, upon hearing the message from God, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good, the people of Nineveh believed God. From the king of Nineveh through to all the people, they turned from their evil ways. They did not even know God as someone who gives undeserved favour, is merciful, slow to anger, abundant in loving kindness, and one who relents from doing harm. Yet they chose to believe God and recognised his right to rule and reign. What a wonderful moment in the people of Nineveh's history. They came to know and experience God for who he is and were transformed by the experience. Now let us read Jonah's response. Jonah chapter 4 verses 1 to 4 But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became angry. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish. For I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Jonah was very, very angry that God had acted according to his character. God had shown undeserved favour, mercy and loving kindness to the people of Nineveh. In response, the people of Nineveh were transformed by the experience, yet Jonah the prophet of God was not. Why? Jonah did not see that the matter of the heart was the heart of the matter. He had forgotten that he himself had received undeserved favour, forgiveness, unconditional love, mercy and goodness from God. Jonah was blinded by his own pride in himself and his own selfish desires for power and control over others, and yes, even God. Yet God, in his unending love and undeserved favour towards Jonah, continued to pursue him in a way he would understand. For it was God's desire that Jonah would be free of the bondage of his selfish desires. Yet Jonah was not willing to surrender his selfish desires to God and allow God to transform his heart from deep within from the inside out. As a result, out of Jonah's selfish desires, he accused God of being unjust. However, God was journeying with Jonah and revealing to him what true justice was. For only God can determine what is truth and justice. 
For true justice only flows from the heart of God, his heart of unconditional love, undeserved favour, eternal goodness and abundance of mercy. God displays his love without discrimination. For this is the heart of God. This is who he is. So from Jonah's perspective, God made him very angry. Jonah was so angry that he did not answer God when God asked Jonah a simple question. God reached down into Jonah's pride and asked, Do you, Jonah, have a right to be angry? Instead of Jonah letting God heal his heart and bring true freedom to his life, he continued to do everything possible to turn God's love for all people into something that is wrong. Jonah, in his own mind, turned God's amazing love for all people into a personal attack upon Jonah himself. This was out of the selfish pride that Jonah was trapped in. Selfish desires are not of God, as they rob, kill and attempt to destroy the things of God and ultimately oneself. The ways of humanity's selfish desires can never be satisfied. They are bondage and ultimately lead to destruction. Jonah was angry because God freely gives. He freely gives his undeserved favour, mercy, patience, love and kindness. It is because of God's great love that he relents from doing harm. God never uses his power for self-gain. He only uses his power in love to set humanity free. After Jonah had spoken to the people of Nineveh, he chose to go up the high mountain and expose himself to the hot sun. He immersed himself in his own pride, pity, selfish desires and self-destruction. Yet again, in his love, God continued to pursue Jonah in a way that he would understand. He did it all because he so loves and desires for all to be truly free free from the selfish desires of humanity and the bitter root that Jonah had allowed to take hold in his heart. So let's pick up the story of God's journey with Jonah. Jonah chapter 4, verses 5 to 8. So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city. There he made himself a shelter and sat under it in the shade till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a plant and made it come up over Jonah, that it might be shade for his head to deliver him from his misery. So Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But as morning dawned the next day, God prepared a worm, and it so damaged the plant that it withered. And it happened. When the sun arose, that God prepared a vehement east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head, so that he grew faint. Then he wished death for himself and said, It is better for me to die than to live. 
the Lord God Almighty provided a shade tree to shelter Jonah from the hot sun. Even in Jonah's time of rebellion, pride and selfishness, God still pursued Jonah in love. God still provided and protected Jonah. The shade tree was a symbol of God's undeserved favour, blessing and mercy to both Nineveh and Jonah. However, Jonah is still looking through the eyes of his selfish desires. He only sees God's favour as something for him alone, something that in his own prideful blindness wrongly believes that he has earned. Jonah believes that only he deserves God's favour, blessing and provision. Once Jonah received the shade from the sun, then lost the shade from the sun, and experienced the hot wind, he grew faint. Once again, Jonah had pity on himself. God used the circumstances that Jonah himself chose to enter into to reveal to Jonah that the heart of the matter is the matter of his heart. God asked Jonah once again in regards to what is right. Is it right for you to be angry over the plant? Jonah this time responded to God and declared that he had every right to be angry about the plant because it no longer gave him shade. Jonah's anger was from his own selfishness. He continued to justify his rebellious attitude, and again God was merciful. Given Jonah in the hot sun chose to go up the mountain when the plant was not there, his response to God is not logical. Jonah chose the situation in the first place. Yet God in his love, undeserved favour, mercy and kindness continued to minister to Jonah by helping him see his own need to be delivered from his own pride. God in his great love wants Jonah to be truly free. He wants Jonah and all people to be transformed from the inside out. God knows that for Jonah to be truly free, Jonah needs to allow God to go deep into the root of the darkest places of his heart. This is the same for all people. The unwavering truth is that God gives his unconditional love without discrimination. For it is who he is. That is the heart of the Father, the heart of the Son, the heart of the Spirit, the three are one. It was for this very reason that God became human and walked the earth as a man in Jesus, where he lived, died, rose to life and ascended into heaven. Now is the time of undeserved favour for all humanity, the time of a deep revelation of his great love and freedom. When God's people surrender self-will to that of the Father's will, receiving daily more of him and being perfected in the fullness of his love. God's love is perfected in us when we receive it and allow him to transform us by it. One day I was asked a question by a young pastor. 
He said, why is there no transformation in a Christian's life? The answer is simple. God will not interfere with anyone's free choice. If a person is not willing to surrender their selfish desires of power and control to God and let him go deep into one's heart, God will not override their free will. But when each day we surrender everything, including our selfish desires, to that of the Father's will, He does transform us. In a heart-mind condition of surrender, as we take a moment to be still in His presence, we receive more of Him. As we surrender to Him, and receive from him. His heart becomes our heart. His desires become our desires. We receive more of his love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. When Jesus experienced the full human condition, he declared over his disciples, love one another. To love one another is not a work that we can do. It is a work of the Holy Spirit. In daily surrender to him, receiving freely from him, he places his love in us. His words that we once saw as commands become the reality of his promises being fulfilled in us. When the world will see our transformation from the inside out, deep in our hearts, then they will know that we are the disciples of the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. For it is his work in us and to him all the glory. His heart becomes one with our heart. Through his transforming work in us, we become one with the Father's heart. So let us take a moment to be still. Surrender our thoughts, our emotions, our body, our self-will to the living God. For in surrender is victory and freedom. Father, we thank you for who you are and what you have done and will do. Thank you that you do everything out of your perfect selfless love. And as we take this moment to be still in your presence and surrender to you, we receive from you. We thank you, Father, by your Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.